So you want to build a house. This is the podcast by Statera Homes. My name is Scott Daly. I'm here with my co-host, Jackie Kowaleski. Hello, what's going on? And in this podcast, we are going to talk to you about a bunch of different things that are related to real estate, Delaware, new homes, marketing, and all kinds of other fun little things that we can uh, get into in 20 minutes or so each episode. Uh, and so we're just going to launch right into it because we know that despite our celebrity status, you <laughs> might not necessarily <laughs> just want to hear from Scott and Jackie, but we have things to talk about today. Jackie, what's on, what is on the Audible menu? We are talking about green building today. Green building. Okay, so when you say green building, what is that, you know, is that like we like buildings that are the color green because it's not a popular sign yeah anymore. let's talk green. about buildings that are colored yeah when, color we, when people pick green we, <laughs> we try to talk them <laughs> no. out of it no we are talking about any kind of energy efficient efforts a builder may be taking to build your home or install in your home right and we're not actually just going to list all the green building attributes a builder may perform or promise we're actually going to talk about how uh they market the green building. So if what they do is normal or extra, extra efforts. Right. So if you're walking to a builder and you their model and they say, oh my gosh, we're the most energy efficient thing ever. Yeah, we're amazing. We're awesome. And then you want to say, hmm, maybe they are awesome. Like yeah. we're not saying they're not. No, it's, you should say awesome. How are you awesome? Right. Can you break down the awesome? Yeah, let's hear about the awesome. And we're going to talk about awesome. And we're going to talk about the awesome. And we're going to talk about some of the times when builders might say that it's awesome and it's Pretty ordinary. Pretty ordinary. Everyone does it. Imagine that. Marketing that is a little overhyped. Hmm. Hmm. Hard to hard <laughs> to fathom. <laughs> and we actually have an analogy for it. We do. So listen, so most people don't necessarily know a ton about new construction and, and building and all that, but a lot of people know about coffee. Mm -hmm. Right? So in order to follow the analogy, you have to understand coffee. And so I was in the supermarket. I brew my own coffee in the mornings from with a with a very snobby home brewer. But I'm a cheapskate <laughs> when it comes to coffee. So it's ironic that I have this brewer that's supposed to brew this amazing cup of coffee, and I put cheap coffee in it. But one of the things you'll notice at the supermarket is that there are, I don't know, 30 different brands of coffee, and Starbucks owns half of them, which is hilarious. But mm -hmm. the other thing is, is they will all say they're Arabica beans, 100% Arabica beans. And so one time I Googled this, and you know, like 60 to 75% of all coffee beans that are roasted in the world and something over 80% by most estimates that actually come to the United States are Arabica beans. And so here are all these people, these gigantic coffee companies and these little organic ones that are, you know, small and and they're all saying we have Arabica beans and at some point you're realizing I mean the cheap stuff, the yeah. thing that comes in the plastic bin, that's Arabica beans too. Like everybody does it. And so at some point when it is a common feature of every type of coffee that you can buy, the expensive stuff from Italy or wherever, and the cheap stuff that's mm -hmm. uh, like grown in somebody's backyard in, in Missouri. That stuff is all Arabica beans. And so it's a marketing tool because everyone slaps it on the little bag or the little right. tin. Well, they're tricking you into thinking it's a differentiator. That's exactly right. They're tricking you into thinking it is a differentiator. Right. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> So the analogy is this, much like Arabica beans for you coffee aficionados, 
there is an issue with the way a lot of builders talk about green building and energy efficiency in new construction, yeah. right? Yes, correct. And so we're going to break a few of those things down. Let's do it. Very quickly. Let's get into uh, Sussex County Building Code. Right. So we're based in Sussex County, Delaware, and a lot of people are moving here because it's near the beach and it's great and the taxes are low and the cost of living is reasonable. And so um, most of the new homes that are built are actually not in the towns. Um, meaning if you're from, you might have a Rehoboth Beach address, but you might not actually be in Rehoboth Beach proper. And so you can have a Rehoboth Beach address and you're in the town, you're in a county and the county's in charge of your inspections. And here's the thing about the county, the county actually has some pretty strict energy codes. And a lot of the things that uh, many builders in Sussex County advertise that are features that they do in their homes are actually required by code. They right. are the Arabica beans of green building. But you wouldn't know that because you're a normal, regular person right. looking for a house. So when they say yeah. that their house is tested for air leakage, mm -hmm. well, it has to be to get to pass code. When they say their their house has tested uh, the the air ducts for the heating and air conditioning system are tested for certain leakages. Uh, they have to be tested in order to pass. When their energy, uh, their insulation is inspected, it has to be in inspected. When they say they have a conditioned crawl space, well, it has to have a conditioned crawl space. These are things that builders hype up in their marketing that everybody is doing. And the reason why everyone is doing it is because the code for Sussex County requires it and they are the arabica beans so somebody walks mm -hmm. in and goes hey we're going to independently test and have a third party verify that your ducts don't leak more than six percent or more than three percent or whatever they're saying well guess what right the builder that isn't saying that and is talking about something else yeah they're still doing that too because you cannot pass all your inspections and final the house out yeah. without doing those tests so everybody right it's all good stuff <coughs> everyone else is just doing it right they're already doing it right now the, the good news is it's that every new home that is built in Sussex County is going to be dramatically more energy efficient than one that is like 10 years old it's it's a huge difference um well, but that's something we can talk about later if you want okay all right so so we that is that's a big thing is yeah. that the arabica beans are a lot of the green building hype yeah and one way so you walk into a model where you start talking to a builder and you're you know, confronted with all these amazing things that the builder is doing, well, how should you or what should you ask to try and get an apples to apples comparison on builders? Right, which is really, really difficult. So if you go through all the standard features of the builders and you're trying to compare, so, you know, who's offering the best value? And that's a very complicated question. We'll talk about that some other time. But if you're just looking on pure green building or energy efficient standards, there is something called a HERS rating. HERS stands for the Home Energy Rating System. And it is an acronym. And the HERS rating is basically a comparison of how energy efficient the house is going to be. And look, there's a lot of hype in, in, P, in builders that talk about their HERS ratings. But what you know is this, is that generally speaking, at least in terms of energy efficiency, a lower HERS score is more energy efficient. And it will, um, will kind of zero out the builders in a sense. So you know, if you build and the house HERS rates at a 60, um, that's pretty efficient. Now, they're going to tell you, oh, well, uh, the number 100, 100 is what you would get in a new construction home, which, again, is a little bit of hype. And that's true maybe nationally, but locally, because of the energy codes, a house that is built 
to Sussex County's current energy code is going to mm -hmm. score about a 75 on a HERS rating. Right, uh, and that's just, just out of the gate. deceptive. But uh, you don't want to look at national standards because building everywhere is different. Right. You build different structures for different areas. It's just the way it right. works. Right. So we get yeah. a lot of people that come from the north um, and wonder why we don't use oil heat. Uh, we get a lot of people um, come from the Florida and wonder why our walls, our first floor walls aren't made out of concrete. Um, the way that you rate an, uh, a window, you know, in the south, you worry about the sunlight. In Delaware, you actually want the sunlight to come in the, the window, whereas they're not really insulating windows in Florida. They're just protecting for sunlight. We have to insulate windows because it's cold, mm -hmm. uh, but we want to block some sunlight, but we want a lot of sunlight in because we actually want the heat energy. So right. you're going to build differently in different places. So the way you've seen it, if you're from somewhere besides Delaware, may not actually be... Uh, the right way to do right. it. And ask about the HERS rating. Go in there, and they might, they can get it to you, right? It might not be available, right. but they'll get it. Some builders are very open and talk about their HERS scores for their houses, and some builders don't. Mm -hmm. And generally speaking, if you're going through all the testing that you need to uh, to pass uh, the energy codes for the county, you're going to be able to HERS rate your home pretty easily. Um, but if a, if a company is serious about energy efficiency and they say that's a priority to them and they don't they're not able to get you that information even if the sales rep can't just rattle it off oh our hers rating is 42 um if they can say hey look i'm not 100 percent sure what our hers rating is right now but i can get that information for you uh, that's good enough and and just follow up and make sure they get you the information and so yeah. if you have a couple of builders that are testing out in you know, the 50s and, and low 60s, which are good, very good energy store scores, um, then you know that if those builders are talking how much ener how energy efficient they are, but their HERS ratings aren't any lower, then they're probably just talking. Mm -hmm. And their house is not that different than the other builder that, is, that mm -hmm. has that and is talking about something else. Every right. builder is going to talk about something that's important to them. And so One thing we should mention before we move on is that the HERS rating scale isn't linear. So it's harder to get from a low number to a lower number, then a higher number to a high number. Right, and there's also, so there's diminishing returns, meaning that the difference between 80 and 70 is bigger than uh, 60 and 50. And to get the number down, the closer you get to zero, the more expensive it gets, meaning uh, zero would be a zero energy mm -hmm. home. Um, very expensive, certainly possible to do, and you have wonderful energy efficiencies, but mm -hmm. there is a certain cost-benefit analysis that happens on new homes where people say, look, if I want my house to be at a 40 and I have to install all kinds of solar and geothermal and foam insulation and it's going to add tens of thousands of dollars to the price of my house, is there a, an economic benefit to that? And there usually is not. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so it's not a linear scale. Um, and to drive that number down gets very, very expensive. Uh, once you probably get into right around the high 40s, um, if you want to get much lower than that, you're gonna you're gonna be opening up your checkbook and writing some pretty big checks that yeah. are never your that money's not gonna come back to you. So you're doing that um, just because you want to reduce your carbon footprint, save the planet, which mm -hmm. good reasons. So yeah, sure. But understand that the cost benefit just isn't there. Right, something to think about. Okay, so we got hers ratings, apples apples comparison, and we have a couple thing, few things that we're gonna list off to you that. Builders might uh, market as something to do extra, but it might not be extra, starting with insulation. Yeah, so let's talk just a few things so you can kind of figure out if your builder is talking to you about 
real things or they're talking about hype. So let's talk about insulation. The builders always want to talk about their wall insulation. Mm -hmm. Let me let you in on a little secret that you already knew. Ready? Heat rises. Mm -hmm. So be more worried about the ceiling insulation than the wall insulation because the heat that is trying to get out of your house is trying to go out the top because that's how the physics of uh, thermodynamics or, or whatever. I was not much of a scientist. English. Yeah, <laughs> English. Anyway, so, so heat rises. So worry about uh, that. And then anyone that knows about energy efficiency will tell you that, that air sealing your house is equally or more important than insulation. Everyone's talking about, oh, I need a really good insulated wall. But if you have air that leaks directly from the inside of your house to the outside of your house, it doesn't matter how well insulated your walls are if the air is leaking. So mm -hmm. less insulation and a better air seal probably makes for a more energy efficient house. Right. And But insulation does matter. What are What's the value that they look for? What's a good insulation? A good, I th so code, I, and code in Sussex County is really going to have to get you to like an R15 wall, which is a pretty efficient wall. Most builders are using a two by six and your 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 lowest two by six is gonna be R19. At Statera Homes, we go, um, it's a two by six wall and it's a blown fiberglass insulation and the, the R values are 23. Um, and that's, um, to get much higher than that, you have to start using some spray foam. Spray foam can be expensive and it can create some other problems. So we try to stay away from that. But we think that's a good value and I think if you look at a lot of other quality builders in the area and you look at builders that market themselves as green builders, you're going to find that that R value is basically what we're, what we're doing at Statera. Perfect. What kind of takes us into heating and cooling? Let's go there. Okay, so heating and cooling, everyone wants to talk about uh, the AC and the efficiency, but uh, you actually need to worry in, in Sussex County, Delaware, about heating about twice as much uh, as you do cooling. And that's because your house is going to work about twice as hard throughout a year to keep a house at, uh, at a comfortable temperature in the winter because the, the spread of the temperatures from outside to inside is so high. So if you have a night where it's 30 degrees, and let's say you keep your house at 70, you've got a 40 degree spread. Well, if you have a really hot day and it's 95 degrees, and mm -hmm. you keep your house at the same 70, which is really cold in the summer, you have a 25 degree spread. Um, and there's not a bunch of 90 degree days. There's a lot of 30 degree nights. Oh. So... Um, more than we would like. Yeah, but, I hate uh, being cold. That's yeah, it, and so it's an issue. So when you talk about energy efficiency, uh, oh, what kind of sear is your AC? You know, that's that's what we get that question a lot. And sear, what's, what's sear? It's uh, it's it's an acronym that that handles the efficiency of the air conditioner, but it doesn't okay. talk about heat at all. And we go, look, if you understand climate, you're understanding that you're going to spend twice as much energy in Delaware keeping your house warm as you are keeping it cold. So mm -hmm. ask the question of heating and cooling mm -hmm. so that's awesome. that's the short take on that heating well okay so tankless water heaters so this one's something that most people know about most people have at least heard of yeah. a tankless water heater uh, there's a brand called renai which a lot of people say oh do you, do you use renai's and that's really a brand and uh, we do use renai's in some of our houses but we don't always use renai's and what that is is it's a it's a water heater that instantly heats up the water uh, so it doesn't store hot water in a tank. It's inherently more efficient because if you have an 80-gallon hot water heater and that hot water heater is keeping 80 gallons at 120 degrees 24-7, well, you don't need that hot water. A tankless water heater heats up uh, the water that you need when you need it. Um, the good news is it doesn't, you don't waste a lot of energy storing hot water, and you also don't generally run out. Which, so it's, it's not just an energy-saving thing, it's a lifestyle thing, and we absolutely recommend them. We love tankless water heaters and think 
that everyone ought to have one. Do so. most builders use them? A lot of builders in the area do. So again, if they're talking up tankless water heaters, you know, great. But it is great. It tankless is great. Tankless water heaters are great. Right. It's just not. It's you know. Arabica beans. Right. Yes, Arabica beans. Yes. Perfect. What else? Vinyl windows. Vinyl windows. Now this is something that we will have to get into a little more depth in another podcast because it's a really key thing at Statera. But a vinyl window, simply put, which is used by almost every builder, uh, except for Statera, we don't use vinyl windows, but mm. the other builders that use vinyl windows, the problem with vinyl is it has different properties at different temperatures. So when it's cold, vinyl, which is a very sophisticated plastic, shrinks and gets brittle. When it's hot, it expands and gets soft. And what that means is that a house that has a vinyl window is not always going to air seal as well because you take a vinyl window and the shape and size of a vinyl window changes with different temperatures, but you put it into a wood-framed house, uh, and wood is pretty stable at just about any temperature. So the house doesn't really change its size. The window's moving around, and that can cause leaks. And that goes back to the idea that a good air seal is probably as much value as any kind of insulation that you can talk about. So we don't use vinyl windows at Statera. We use Anderson windows that are made uh, from a patented material called Fibrex. It's not vinyl, has a thermal properties of wood, but it doesn't rot like mm -hmm. wood. And uh, that's a very important thing is getting a good air seal around the windows of your house. Right. And let's key in on the deception of it. So if uh, a builder is saying we have double pane windows, that might not be something. It's not as important. Right. Right. Well, so I mean, some builders double pane, triple pane, and, and all of that matters. But okay. And you know, the the more panes to some degree is the better. That you start to get into triple pane windows, you start blocking a lot of the sun, and that's not really what you want to do in right. Delaware because of heating. It's a balance. Um, but that's there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is that it's not the glass you need to worry about. It's the frame. Okay. And so if the frame is made out of plastic. It doesn't matter that the, the window itself, the glass part of the window is blocking all this heating and cooling from transferring, but it's leaking right around the frame. So ask what type of windows they have. Ask what type of windows. Or That's just right. look on their standard features. That's right. And they should standard be able to give you the standard features and say, we use this brand of windows or at least the type of windows. You know, sometimes they don't specify the brand, which is not mm -hmm. necessarily a bad thing. Unless you're at Statera where we use Anderson and we love talking about Anderson because they're amazing. So uh, what else? Windows, what else? Well, you kind of mentioned it before. I don't know if you have anything else to add on condition crawl spaces. I would just say this. A conditioned crawl space is where they heat and cool your crawl space. Um, it makes the house a little energy more energy efficient, a lot uh, more comfortable, and um, basically can, can kind of keep mold down in your crawl space. Everyone's terrified about mold, which is in a crawl space, which is a little... Uh, it can be a concern, but isn't shouldn't be a huge concern. And um, so a conditioned crawl space. So if you have a builder that's talking about a conditioned crawl space, you basically have to put them in per energy codes. So, you know, the, again, that builder's saying, hey, we we use Arabica beans. Mm -hmm. Arabica beans. The <laughs> Arabica bean. Well, wow. So there are, I've learned, there's different types of conditioned crawl spaces. So is that something... A, b a person should ask, what kind of condition? Right. I mean, if you think, first of all, I if you get to condition crawl space, you're in a good place. The other thing would be, you know, do they, they put concrete on the floor? Do they put plastic on the floor? Do they put stone and plastic on the floor? There's a lot of different ways that you can seal up the bottom of the crawl space. Um, you know, concrete can be better, um, but there, there are other good ways of doing that. And, and generally speaking, what you have to remember is if you're really hyped about your crawl space, 
you got to ask why. Like, you're not going in there. You, you're not supposed to store stuff in your crawl space. Well, what like if it's a lot of people do use it for storage. They're right. And they, they have to be really careful about that because, look, here's the reality of a crawl space. There's, nature finds a way. Yeah. Stuff can get in a crawl space. Um, it is a surface of your house that is below the grate outside, and it's not supposed to have water in it, but you know, there's always some natural situation that can come up and water can get in there. And then you've got your stuff in there. It's not easy to get in and out of a crawl space. If you need storage, talk to your builder and have them put it somewhere else in your house. If you think, oh, I'm going to use this crawl space, like, don't. <laughs> That's not what it's designed for. And then you're going to end up getting frustrated. I would have used it for storage. Right. And we have customers that are like, oh, we want to use it for storage. And, and then it's frustrating because um, the way a conditioned crawl space works, it, it it has supply air, so hot and cold air, depending on the season, pumps into the crawl space. But it doesn't have return air mm -hmm. because you don't want the air in your crawl space getting in your HVAC system and being circulated around your house. That's right. nasty. So mm -hmm. it's stale air. And if you go in there in the spring or the fall when your heating and air conditioning isn't running that much, it's really stale air. And let me tell you something. That's okay. It's your crawl space. When people walk in, oh, it smells... It smells stale or musty in my crawl space. Yeah, because it's your crawl space. Does it smell musty in your house? Yeah. No. Okay, so get out of your <laughs> crawl right. space. All right, all right. You're getting all hyped Move up. on. <laughs> okay. Look, we can move on. Move on. We can move it's on. It's Arabica. Just, <laughs> just, it's Arabica. Get okay. Next box. You know, you find your oaky tones or, whatever, you know, coffee. What? You know, they always say, oh, it's got a oaky flavor. Like, I never understood. That's in like wine too. That's because you're not a wine. You're not a wine. Okay, but how do, no, like no, that. that's not my question. My question is this: because you are a wine drinker, Jackie. <laughs> how do you know what oak tastes like? Do you lick a tree? Do you gnaw on one? That's, that's just like flavors of candy, kind of. Wrong. You know, like no, I eat candy. I don't eat oak trees. <sighs> I look. We can talk about that another I, time. I'm just we can talk about flavors another time. I, I, it, these are things. This that is my job. They keep me awake Working at night. Well, look, we'll work on that. Okay. But I need to bring you back in. Okay. So, so listen, that's a real uh, primer on uh, green building. Okay. And hopefully that gives folks that are listening uh, just a little bit of uh, ammunition that they can go on and, s and sort of sort out the Arabica beam being hype. From from the reality of uh, of new construction. Yeah, it's important. It's really an exciting topic because people care. People care more than they did in the past. People want to know what sort of impact they're going to have and what money they're going to save, and right. they need a little bit of help. And it can be this incredible letdown if if you bought this house and you were said, oh, it has this amazing energy efficiency and all these great features, and then you meet somebody who bought a house from a completely different builder. And they're like, oh, yeah, I have that. Uh. I have that, too. I have that. And you paid all this extra money because you thought you were getting all this energy efficiency. And what you were getting was a very sophisticated marketing campaign right. that so you what, bought. So what's our advice? Just try and be transparent, or your builder. Try and get them to be transparent. Look at standard features. Look at her ratings. Do your research. Right. Do your research. I mean, home, the new home is an incredibly expensive thing. So we want you to care about how your home is built because you're going to research all kinds of, you know, I research coffee enough to know about raga beans. Coffee tastes, costs, you know, the expensive stuff's $13 a pound. You know, a cheap house in Sussex County, well, the average sale of a house is something like $385,000. So I, I better not know more about the coffee I drink 
That's a good point. Because there's yeah. three hundred three hundred eighty five thousand dollars buys me a lot of arabica right. beans. And that's why we're gonna do more episodes. We need more we need more to talk about more episodes. Stay yes. tuned. Yes. We're going to entertain you and educate you and teach you teach you, hopefully in a fun way, all kinds of great stuff about real estate and new construction and Statera homes and life near the beach in Delaware. And maybe even a little about Scott and Jackie. Ooh. And Maybe. oaky wine okay. flavors. <laughs> anyway, this has been the So You Want to Build a House podcast. I'm Scott Daly. And I'm Jackie Kowaleski. Have a great day. So You Want to Build a House is brought to you by Statera Homes. Statera Homes is a craft home builder in Southern Delaware. This builder finds value in working with you to build a home that is the perfect fit for your lifestyle. Statera truly sets themselves apart from other builders in the area. To find out more, visit their website, www.staterahomes.com. That's S-T-A-T-E-R-A-H-O-M-E-S.com. Or call their model home at area code 302-329-8881. That's 302-329-8881. Music from this podcast was by the band Defining Parallel from their recent single, Painted Lives. Thank you for listening to So You Want to Build a House. To stay updated on the most recent episodes, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you found it to begin with. Or check out Statera Homes' website, which is, again, www.staterahomes.com. Thank you very much.